Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode 28. I am your host, Skids, and with me is Gucci. Hello, my friends. And of course, we got Yard Sale. What up? And Fence Post. I don't remember how to do this. And Tom Shin in the house. What's up? Some guys hear music? I don't have any music on. No? <laughs> <laughs> Tom doesn't get the joke. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. What? Tom doesn't huh? get the joke. <sighs> Tom's like, this headset sucks, man. It's even picking up FM radio stations now. Oh, you gotta wear a tinfoil hat to hear the music, Tom. Uh, Dang it, I missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. I am starting to get a little concerned for Scott, though. Yeah, oh. hearing things? He's, no, he's very confused on every intro. Is he? Yeah. Every intro, he seems confused about something. Mm. Doesn't know where he's at. Here's music. French fried day. I should run for president. Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> United States America. Mm-hmm. Uh. That's true. Wait, I did that already. Yeah, I was going to say how that worked out. It didn't work out. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Oh, man. Well... Just want to give a quick thank you to everyone who streams, downloads, and listens to our podcast. We certainly do appreciate each and every one of you. So, Gucci, tell us about your week. Whoa, 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 whoa. No? You're, you're missing something. Am I? Yeah. We are officially one year old. <laughs> That's true. Yep. Tom, getting to celebrate yep. the, the anniversary. Yeah. September 2nd, right? Yes. Yeah. We, gra- we graduated. Yep. You know how I know it's been a year? <laughs> Do you know how I know? Because somebody else reminded us. <laughs> <laughs> no. You want to know how I know? Because Podbean politely told me they took money out of my account. Isn't that nice of them? Oh, oh how nice. Mm. Sons of bitches. You should get reimbursed from the other guys for that. <laughs> I'm like, did you guys listen to our podcast? We need a refund. Like, it's, yeah. it's just not good. <laughs> We're actually increasing your feed from now on. Yeah. <laughs> right. What they actually do is they divide it out five ways and give it to all of our listeners. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You, you know how I knew it was a year? Do tell. Brent posted a thing about us. That's true. Yeah. Thank One you, Brent. Old. Yeah, yep. pretty awesome. Yep. And I also saw that, uh, you know what else is important about September 2nd? What's that? That's the final surrender during World War II. It was signed on September 2nd. Mm. So. Nerd. I know. I know. <laughs> <Snooze man. fest. laughs> Loser! Yeah, story time with Grandpa. Right. <laughs> Today on Fun with Flags. Right. <laughs> I told you that's all I'm doing now. I'm having fun with flags. Oh, shit. Thanks, guys. I feel that's the right. love. And yeah. I'm out. See you Night. later. Night, Sheldon. Thanks. Appreciate that. That's all right. You can redeem yourself with your week, Gucci. Yeah. Yeah, or just fly 3D. Well, is he going to? Let's be honest. Look at these bullets. Bullets? Yeah. Let's see it. No. It's three bullets. Listen, I'm sticking to my to my cadence here. All right, mm-hmm. it's three bullets. Um, you need to get not through much. this first one fast, because otherwise, yeah, yeah so, especially after that last story. 
<laughs> so F3C <laughs> practice. That's what uh, flying has been for me. So that was pretty simple. Then moving on, um, I did order some torque servos uh, minis for the 580 Nitro. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go, Go ahead. And so, well, I guess you're going to touch on it in the third bullet. Go ahead. I, I you need to elaborate a little bit. Like give us give us a little more. Well, hold on. Since we stopped, I'm just going to take a stab in the dark here and say you didn't crash this week. No. Okay. When do I ever crash? That's the question. Well, with doing the the whole no, hovering. It's like literally if you, you know, crash no over practice, there. you you might want to look at a different hobby. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, you're clearly doing something right. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think Todd is still questioning. He's like, I I think this is the longest I've seen you hover, Daniel. I'm like, I know, I know. Mm. It's 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 working well the reason why i had to get uh the torque mini servos is because i had full size servos that ended up being um actually there's some there was something wrong with them they were not centering quite right so i just uh send those in to uh, be checked out so i'm like you know those torque servos are not bad for what was it 220 bucks yeah for three of them for cyclics i'm like i'll give them one try so I ended up ordering them, and that was on the first. And today, they already showed up at my door. How about that? Awesome. Yeah. Where'd you get those? Kelly Direct. <coughs> I know. I know. Don't know. <laughs> you okay, Scott? No. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, like I kind of looked around, and um, I don't know if uh, Amy does the same thing, but when you put three in your uh, basket they actually give you a discount like it's not a lot it's like twelve dollars or something at a discount but i'm like you know it's, it's not bad and i also ordered a um set of the white um landing uh, skids for the f3c kraken mm. you know because so what i noticed go ahead specific f3c skids or or just white ones <laughs> No, just the white ones. Um, okay. It's for because, orientational purpose, Scott. Yeah. Well, I, no, I, I get it. I fly those too. I just, I saw a guy like a year ago make a post about a Kraken for F3C and he like leveled the skids so the disc is flat when it's on the ground. I thought maybe yep. they made a set that I didn't know about. No, so the, uh, that's Gerber. I think he's from Switzerland. He did that whole Kraken. Like, it's, if you look at it, it's a Kraken frame, but he, it's kind of, he did one of those things that, you did for the nitro conversion right he did a lot of the parts himself mm -hmm. so i know for like a uh, sport frame you could actually get f3c landing gear that mm -hmm. has different settings on the landing gear that you could level out uh not necessarily level out but you could incline the frame to lean to the right to the right what uh, yeah so they um they have those available but not for the kraken so the only reason why I got the white ones is because it kind of gets really tough and it's, it's not necessarily all the time, but when the helicopter is kind of like at the two meter level altitude, it's, it gets kind of interesting how you gauge what the helicopter is doing. If it's coming towards you going away. And I feel like the white ones is going to help, help out a little bit with the orientation. So I just went and pulled the trigger. I'm like, I might as well just order the servos and that and just be done with it so yeah i think you'll I, like the torque minis man i i have that in my 12s uh 580 yeah and um of course i wait you're putting them in the 580 yep cool yep so i mean honestly like i um 
I was planning to put full size servos, and I even have the full size with the kit, with the pre order kit. I ordered the full size brackets. Right. But I was like, you know, since um, like I don't have the full size servos anymore, I only have one, you know, good one. I'm like, well, might as well just go with some minis. And really, without uh, spending a lot of money, uh, like expert, <clears throat> uh, I felt like um the uh the torx was the best bang for the buck and i haven't heard any bad things about them yet i'm not saying that they're the best servos out there but i mean for 80 dollars or less a piece yeah. it's not bad for a budget servo i don't think you can go wrong yeah so we'll see how they do in the nitro environment i'll leave it at, at, at that at that point so yeah uh, we know Nitro could be brutal sometimes because of vibrations and everything else. But I do have an OS 55 for it, so it might not be too too terrible. So we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, like realistically, it's one thing that I did uh, notice, you know, in the past two weeks. I've been doing a lot of F3C, but I did um, between uh, two F3C flights, I, I took out my Kraken uh, Nitro. And oh my lord, from flying all man. You know, F3C to flying that uh, Kraken Nitro with full agility set at a 120, and all the adjustments that we do to the um, to the flybars unit. I I look like I've never flown anything like that before. It literally took me like half a flight to kind of you know figure out what I'm flying, so to speak. You know, it's just it was odd. So. It kind of made me realize that, you know, you see, like, Nick Maxwell, like, he'd go probably between them without even losing sleep, you know, a second, you know, it's just because he's been doing it for so long. So I almost, like, um, it, it made it a new goal of mine to not just fly F3C, but do go in between those 3D airframes and fly those in between flights every now and again because it, your your whole, you know, mindset changes uh, if you fly that slow Everything happens, uh, you know, way slower, and you're kind of flying behind the power curve when you do a lot of the hovering techniques, you know, the hovering maneuvers. So that's about it. Three gotcha. bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Can't wait to hear what you think about the 580 Nitro when you get that. So I'm excited. It was next week, right? That's what they're uh, saying. 27th, right? Yeah. 27th or the 10th? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's 27th, no? Did it get pushed back again? I think it's the 27th. It was, it was the 11th for the past month. Hmm. Yeah, so the I think it was the August 27th, but then it got pushed back to you know September 10th, 11th, something okay. like that. I might be yeah. thinking August 27th then. My bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, uh, it's around the corner. That's all I know, and I'm excited hmm. because I've been kind of waiting for this for a while now, what, like three months? Yeah. <laughs> Four months, something like that. I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, that's all I got. Cool, man. Scott. Yo. What you got? Um, I don't know. What have I been up to? I've been gone. <laughs> measuring beans with helis. Yeah, measuring beans with helis. Um, very accurate. Uh, you can get within like what 16th of a helicopter for measurements so depends on if you use yeah. a mini tail server or a full size yeah make big difference i always <laughs> use full size 550 or 600 size blades yeah those are Is 620s that... Ooh, Ooh, man that's a big bird mm. big, big <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so I built an Oxy Nitro. Um, got real tired of not having a Nitro. I was a little bummed that the 580 Nitro did get postponed a month, so... I got a Oxy Nitro to break in my motor and try it out. That way, if you know, I can at least speak with some background on it. If people ask me the difference, how do they fly, all that kind of stuff. Um, I do enjoy it. It is fun. Uh, it's more of like a classic Nitro feel, you know, pod and boom. Mm-hmm. I haven't flown it with the canopy on it, so it kind of feels like a like a mini Gowie NX7 right now. Oh wow! <laughs> it's just the way it looks, and I. I did a little mod to the skids too, so the rear skids don't point forwards, kind of like it's supposed to be. I put crack in skid pipes on it, so both of them could shoot back, so it really looks like a Gowie now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. Maybe maybe about 10 flights on it. Actually, that's a lie. I have a full gallon through it right now, and I kind of wrung it out a little bit the other day at the field, and it was it was good. I really enjoyed it. I think I'd rather put smaller blades on it, though. I think with 620s, it just, it's a bit much for that motor. You can fly it, everything's fine, but the way I set it up and the way I like to fly it, I don't think 620s are really the best. So I'm curious to see what happens if I can shrink it down to like a 550 and fly it that way. I think it'd be pretty good. Well, I have two sets of SAB 570 blades that I'm not going to use. Should bring them with you. Okay, I will. Um, you You can fly it. Well, I was going to say that's where I'm going with this, is if you wanted to use those, uh, then by all means. But you could also take the 603s off of one of mine and try it with that as well. I think I'd rather go smaller. I mean, I'm a big believer in sub-600 size blades on a Nitro. Right. Um, I mean, I, I just, in general, like the way they roll better with lighter blades and smaller blades. And you, you lose a little bit of that disc loading. Um, you know, it's less floaty and stuff, but it's also a lighter helicopter. So I think it would, I think it would fly pretty good. Cause I, like that Jim boss conversion, that thing flies so damn good on those 570 blades. Right. I'm kind so, of wondering the, the same about the 580 nitro. If, if you want to go 603, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I kind of feel like it would be a ripper on 570s. Yeah. I'm going to stick with 570 on mine. Just, yeah. I, I like the way it's like, just. It bogs like a 90 instead of bogging like a 50, if that makes sense. Sure. Well, yeah. I think uh, I, I flew a N556, and that's pretty much the same thing. It's it's harder to load the engine Yeah. Uh, with the five, you know, the 550-ish size blades on it. It seems yeah. like it flies much better than, than stretched to a 600 size, you know? Yeah. That one was weird, though, because the body is like almost 700 size. Hmm. Like, if you put um, a 556 yeah. next to a, a Goblin 700 Nitro or something, like, the 556 right, right. is bigger than a Black Nitro. Yeah, yeah, but dude, that thing pulls like a like an NX4 with a 55 in it. <laughs> yeah. No, that I... Was- that My first experience with that was with Gucci's at, at uh, Urcha, and I was blown away. I was like, damn, this thing is fun. Like, it just... Yeah. It didn't hold back for anything. It was awesome. Yeah, and it's just less heat in the motor and a little bit nicer on everything, all your components. So I kind of like it smaller. Because right. right now, if I'm honest, the Oxy Nitro, as it sits with my configuration, feels like I'm flying a T-Rex 600. Like, okay. Obviously, flies good, flies great. Nothing wrong with a 600 T-Rex, but it doesn't like blow my mind as, wow, this is like a modern, lightweight airframe with that size blade. Yeah, but It autos really well with those, though. Sure. I was going to say, I think you're running a little too large a blade for it. 
Yeah. So drop sure. the blade size, maybe bump the head speed. I think I'll I'll really dig it. Yeah. Hmm. That's awesome. And what uh what what motor did you go with in that one there, Scott? The <coughs> size bumps fifty. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? 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 Do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> this is the most awkward. Yeah. I think he had a stroke. What? It's an OS fifty-five HZH because I didn't feel like getting the regulated one because I can't be buggered dealing with regulators on a 50 size because I just want to put fuel in it and beat the crap out of it. I can't blame you, sir. God, I love you. See? You're coming around. (laughs) This just came in through the sources that I have in the Nitro world, and it's because there's no power tune kit for the uh, YS60 yet. Mm. That's, That's the real truth. I think so. No. I don't know. I love the power tune kit. Don't get me wrong. It makes so much power, but I am a huge fan of simplicity. If I have to buy two motors to get one, ugh, unless <laughs> I can put a YS carb on the OS and use it for something terrible, yeah. I've basically wasted the OS motor at that point, stealing the carb off it, or I've got to go buy a carb that costs just as much as a whole other YS motor. So, like, yeah. it makes awesome power. It's such a cool project. But for me, I just want it to be easy. I want to buy a motor and throw it in the helicopter and not break it in and break it. Right. Fly it till the bearings wear out. Yeah, until yep. it sounds like a truck and continue to fly it and then go 21 <laughs> clicks lean and then rebuild it. Right. Like, yeah. And, and not explode. Fun. Yeah. I just want to have fun. For me, if I want power with nitro, I, I just want, I'll go electric if I want power, you know? I fly nitro because I want the sound, I want the smell, I want the lack of power because it means you need collective management. You get in a groove with a certain helicopter. It's just, that's what I want. So I yeah. think that's why I enjoy my 91 more than my 105 is because it's it's real nitro power. It's yeah. not, you know what I mean? Like the 105 is good when it's tuned right. It's almost too much, you know? It's like almost, and I know everybody's going to be like, oh my God. Yeah, but I don't know. When nitro gets too powerful, you eventually lose a little bit of what makes nitro great. In my mind, Tom's boy sitting there absolutely fuming. (laughs) His eyes twitching right now. (laughs) He's getting mad. But no, I I like the lack of power. To be honest, with some some nitros, it's kind of fun. Yep. Yep. I've often said that if I bought a fifty-five, that it would it. There's a good chance it would probably be the muffler pressure one without the regulator. Even the same with the 105. I mean, I might very well go, you know, with the one that uh, doesn't have the regulator, to be honest. That's what I'm running in my Protoss is the the regular HZ. It's not regulated. Right. It runs great. And I mean, the best changed, thing the is... It does change, but it doesn't change that much. Mm-hmm. Running so. the, the non-regulated one, I didn't have to do the, the fuel tank mod on my Protoss because the tank doesn't swell. Mm-hmm. Oh, so my tank's been perfect. Yeah, yeah, and you don't forget to pull the plugs so when you fill it up, it squirts fuel at you and stuff like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you get used to yeah. that. But Fond I memories. When I first got pressurized engines, I kept pulling the line first without popping the pressure and squirting nitro all over the place. <laughs> right. That's true. Oh, it's good. Anyway. Anyway, back to week. So that happened. Back in the nitro bandwagon. Loving it. Um, what else did I do? Oh yeah, I think I'm the first person to crash a Logo 200. Um, 
I have not been disputed so far when I posted up in the Hangout and asked if I was the first one. So that's cool. Um, I definitely need to fix that for Eric. It did technically belong to Eric's shoe. And he was kind enough to let me fly it numerous times that day. And someone might have been very interested in buying their own, so I was maybe showing what it can do. And I think I might have asked it to do some things it's not really supposed to do. And it decided to um, kill itself. (laughs) <laughs> into the ground very hard oh, uh, so I'm I'm fixing him up getting him another one and uh, I'm going to fix the one that I crashed and take that as my own it'll be cool um, yeah and then now I'm working on fixing all my helis uh, I've been buying parts for my Kraken 700 they should be here on the 5th I'll fix all that that way it doesn't sound like a lawnmower going through the air and then <laughs> Gucci was kind enough to hook me up with some carters because I can't find carters for sale anywhere. Yes, because I'm hoarding them. I have like 20 sets. Oh, <laughs> I'm taking over Ron Chorus's uh, supply. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Good. That's why they're no, out of stock everywhere. I, Thanks. I literally started this thing where I'm just buying like parts here and there. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, like, do I get a boom? I'm like, I don't know. Let, let me just get some carters. So yeah. you're welcome, dude. Not a problem. You know yeah, I do appreciate that. It helps when you commit to a color, too. I kept bouncing back and forth between colors of Krakens, like the yellow and the orange. Mm. So now I have a Franken Kraken. <laughs> it's I all did, rainbow color. I did see the pictures of you putting it back together. I'm like, what is going Like, <laughs> Scott, are you just undecided? You know, like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's just whatever parts I could find, they were getting bolted to it. <laughs> yeah, people pass by his bench at uh, Ray City, and, and I would hear this... Whoop! Every time somebody passed me. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty ugly, wasn't it? It was painful. Like, one of the neighbors came over, and they were talking to my wife, and it was in the corner, and, and her husband does quads and stuff. And she started talking about, yeah, he does helicopters and this and that. And I'm like, don't point to the one in the corner, because it looks, like, so hideous. <laughs> you got like, uh, to reach out to Tyson and have him give it an official nickname. What would he call it? Yeah, I don't know. Call it uh, Harlequin. Yeah, that's what I was Harley gonna Quinn. say. Like, Harley Quinn's that were multicolored. I'll just call it Skittles. Mm. Yeah, Skittles is good. Taste the rainbow. Cool. Ooh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> rainbow mm. color popsicles. Mm. I'll give that a lick. Yeah. <laughs> sweet, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Come on here, Shaggy. Get on one side, I'll get in the other. (laughs) (laughs) We'll race to the middle. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And derailed. Yep. Yeah, where were we? Yeah, weeks. Um, Yeah, I'm done. That was pretty much what went on. Um, When my stuff's all repaired, I'll be ready to break it again at Queen City Rotorfest. Awesome. Can't wait. Yeah. So, uh, let's, uh, I tell you what, let's uh, squeeze Tom Shen in here. Let's see what he's been up to. Well, I haven't been up to a whole lot. Um, I fixed the helis that I took home in a bag from uh, Race City. And I got maybe one or two flights on each of them just to make sure they're good to go. And I packed it away. So uh, we'll be ready for the next one, Queen nice. City. Yeah, we'll talk about one of those uh, that went in on Red Eye Race City. So we'll get to that shortly. But, um, all right yeah uh mike uh so as i said last week 
I ordered the Protos 380 kit. It did show up, however, it is still sitting in the box. Um, I have not had time to put that together. So hopefully I can get it together this weekend. It's going to be the goal. Um, I'm robbing some stuff out of the Oxy that I got from Mitch in a bag. So I think the servos were actually underwater. I don't even know if they work yet, so I might have to buy servos and all that stuff for it. So we'll see. Uh, I do, have, however, have a motor and an ESC for it. So um, banking on the servos being good. If not, then we'll be ordering some more stuff for that thing. Uh, I have not flown, so I got to take a no-fly. I've been pretty busy putting stuff together for our club. We're kind of going through some uh, administrative changes, trying to modernize how our club runs, uh, which has been a nightmare, and I can't wait for it to be over with because it's been eating up a lot of my spare time Mm. trying to go through some different things and learn trying to modernize myself to be able to modernize the club. <laughs> right. Because uh, a lot of this stuff, that it's it's new stuff to me that I haven't messed with yet. So. Yeah, um, 95 is a bitch. I know. I know. <laughs> trying to get 98 to work is even harder. Woo! Second edition. Yeah, second edition. <laughs> yep. Uh, other than that, work's been pretty crazy. That's been keeping me out pretty late. So I haven't had much for free time during the week. And... On the weekends, I've been just trying to, uh, if it's not raining and stuff, trying to get some stuff for done around here and shred the gnar. Been, yep, shred some gnar on my <laughs> my new mountain bike hobby that I picked up. Yeah, uh, which I also did pick up a, a dirt jumper. Mm. So That's maybe awesome. reporting some broken bones in the future weeks ahead. That's okay. what they say. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Uh, all right. So my week, uh, or weeks, uh, I really have nothing to report. Uh, <laughs> my kids have been gone, so the wife put my ass to work. So, um, I have to claim no fly for both weekends. Uh, but that's okay because I had a really good time at Ray City. Got some flights in there. Of course, we'll talk about that later. Um, but the only thing that I've really done is uh. The Aurora that I, I came into possession of, uh, I did start tearing it down and assessing what it needs and ordered this bearing kit. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's made by RC Screws. And uh, and they provide like an entire bearing kit, you know, for, for helicopters, or at least this one in particular. And uh, But I did manage to find some old school uh, fly bar blades. Got some edges on the way. <laughs> So, uh, but I did discover the boom has a slight crack in it. And of course me and Tom were discussing it and, um, I think I could get away with maybe using it, but it's, it's one of those situations where it's like, you know, it's there and it's going to bug the shit out of you. (laughs) Right. And, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I might buy another boom for it. Um, cause you can get those pretty cheap, you know, off of eBay or whatever. And, uh, just make sure it's the right size or whatever, but I don't know. I might just uh, slap some epoxy on it and send it. But uh, that's about all I have, man. I it's and even then, like working on that, it's been a slow process. And you know, I uh, I don't know. I that's it. That's all I got. Just no fly. I really suck. The end. 
So, I mean, you couldn't squeeze another bullet. Can you just give us another two, random bullet? Two bullets. That was it. Oh, okay. Third bullet. Um, it's been about a week or so, a week and a half, and I had a panic attack while working one day, and I was like talking to Gucci on the phone, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I ran into the garage, grabbed the bottle of lube, and lubed my shafts on the 580s. <laughs> <laughs> so the- <laughs> I thought that was going a complete different direction. Yeah. Uh, so is that like a weekly occurrence now at the McGrady <laughs> home? Is just you're going to lube your shaft a little bit? Oh, man. All yeah. the is on the phone with you. What's that? With Gucci on the phone. Well, that's right. I mean, we, we, we were having a very deep conversation, and he just, yeah. you know, his okay. mind went to the lube, you know. Yeah. I'm more concerned that you have panic attacks when you're lubing your shaft. Uh, it was prior to the lubing, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. That, that brought him back at home, like, when he lubed it. Yeah, no. I, I just couldn't remember if I had done it, you know, when I got home from Ray City. And, mm-hmm. uh, of course, given my situation prior, I was like, well, let's not take any chances. So, I, but it was okay, right? Like, yeah, no, it was fine. Was it was no totally loss. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was fine. So, maybe I just was really lucky on the one. I don't know, but they fine. They're fine. They're good to go. So, I yeah, honestly but. can say that I I don't know if I've ever lubed my shafts. Yeah, you just raw dog it, huh? People do. Yeah, you just go raw dog. Hmm? Raw dogging. Mm-hmm. No, uh, this is uh, you know, the first time that I've ever had to had to do it uh i i mean having lived here for as long as i have i've i've never done it either mike i mean that's just not something i mean even me and gucci years ago with previous models like we we never did that so i don't i don't know i was just lucky i guess but uh having replaced that main shaft and keeping them lubed i i haven't had any issues since so so it's good to go they fly good but we'll talk about that so Scott, what I do? What's next? What is hot? There it is. Gucci, what Let's you got? Let's get this show on the road. All right. So I have one bullet, and I think somebody else uh, added another bullet as far as news. So the bullet that I put together is uh, they finally released. Um, I guess they gave us notice that the Protoss uh, 700X Evolutione is back. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. How did you say that? Evolutione. Evolutione pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> and it so. was released on Raw's birthday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's cool that it's, it seems like Raw is like slowly releasing that line. You know, um, I don't know if there's any changes. I, I haven't really seen any, any like news that, you know, that he made some changes or if it's just, He's just started remanufacturing that yeah. model. Right. You know anything about that, Scott? Or it seems haven't... like a really quiet launch, though. I mean, it was sort of you know you catch a post here and there. It didn't seem like a big announcement. Not yeah. a whole lot of rah rah, you know. <laughs> no rah rahs. Uh, rah rah. I was so surprised. I saw it just cruising Facebook. I saw a post about it, and I was like, "What? When is yeah. that a thing? No hype. No you know announcing it beforehand. Just sort of here it is." Here's your uh, evolution. Uh, evolution. Pepperoni. Uh, too bad there's not even 
you know, in Italy anymore. Well, I'm happy because now I can get cheap tail booms for my Protoss Nitro. <laughs> there you go. So the other bullet was the, uh, have you guys seen the Jim Boss Big Block 580 conversion? Sure have. Man. And uh, as somebody noted on the notes here is you use this model, you take it to the field with you uh, for those days when you leave your collective management at home. Hear that, so, Josh? Ben? Yeah. Josh? Yeah. Yep. No collective management. Just just fly the heck out of it. <laughs> truck drive. Because we, the, we call it truck driving down here. That's that's what yeah. we call it. Yeah. Oh, I feel like the South. supervision. <laughs> What's I feel that? like Jim Voss needs to do a commercial with like some guy, like an 80s style guy with a mullet like <laughs> pumping up about the uh big block conversion yeah <laughs> oh my gosh so what what yeah, was i think that one had what a 91 in it speed um what was it that's a good question do you did you know scott it had a nitro motor in it there you go <laughs> good enough a big one big birth was in there <laughs> but it uh from what we can tell uh it it's you know, he designed the frames, so I'm, I'm assuming you'd probably buy that from the same person that you got the 570 stuff from. And then, you know, of course, the other conversion parts are all Black Thunder Nitro, or they're Black Nitro parts, including the tank. So this is a much easier way to go about it. There's no helicoil, there's no buying a tank from 1980. Um <laughs> <laughs> and all that good or printing out fan shrouds and you know what I mean? So technically speaking, it's a much easier route. It's cleaner. Um, but yeah, just for people who want to be abusive and I, I condone that. So that's cool. No price yet though. No, but yeah. something new. We keep talking about this, which is cool. Yeah. That's all I had. It was kind of dry. Like, I, yeah. I tried to look for new stuff, and I, I know, like, the Logo 200 people are getting some flying experience with it now, but uh, other than that, really, there hasn't been much. Mm -hmm. So, I think we're going to that transition. I mean, we are headed into the winter time too, fall, winter, so. Yeah. So, what do you guys think uh, for next year, if they have uh, the Rotor Live? Do you think there's going to be like a whole slew of new stuff since people have been like sitting home, maybe working on CAD stuff on their computers? Hmm. The companies, anyways. I can or see that. Or do you going think it's going to be kind of. Yeah. yeah I'm kind of curious. There's a part of me that I says no, gonna... but then there's that part of me, like you say, you know, they've had a lot of time at home to keep designing and whatever, you know? Right. Stuff like projects that they've put off for a while i feel like they would have had time to kind of take them back up and been bored bored enough to do it sab spits in the face of covid they're like whatever yeah so yep mm -hmm. well good deal I, yep what i think it next if anything next year i think it's going to be a lot I think people are cooked up inside the house now because of covid you know internationally you know not only just stateside but I think by next year, we're going to see like a huge, like, um, kind of resurgence, so to speak, because people are going to be, be, be back to being active flyers, you know, at events, that is. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping they come back, like, you know, in full force and kind of try to hype it up real big mm -hmm. and get people fired up again. 
Yeah, like the the one, I don't know if you guys saw the comment, but there was a comment on our uh, group page, but it was, um, I guess, Kelly Saylor down from, I think uh, he's in Ohio, but he was out of the uh, the hobby for like five years. And he posted a comment that he finally finished caught up on all our shows and he enjoys our show. But it shows that, you know, being out for five years, he's, there are some people that are coming back. So just huge shout out to those type of folks that have been out of the show and now coming out of the hobby and coming back in. So, yeah, yeah for you sure. know, I think it's, uh, it's reinvigorating. Maybe it was a good pause, so to speak. And next year we hit all the events big time. Can't wait. Yeah. All right, what's next? We got full pool school. 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 What did we do last week? We did the aileron rolls. Um, yeah. I think we had Brandon Cooper participated and Cliff Lewis participated. I did not check the Instagrams to see if anybody posted there, but that's not very common. I think we only had Javier post mm. there once. <laughs> so, yeah, not, not a lot of participation, but we got a couple. Yeah, Sorry, Scott. Know. Maybe they're, they're doing it, good. though. They're just not filming it, you know? Yeah, so. it is a bit of a pain in the butt to to film yeah, stuff. That'd be tough. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess maybe if you're doing it, but you don't film it, make a post about it. Let us know that you're yeah. still interested. Yeah, or Mike right. Sobey needs to do all of them, because every time Mike Sobey does it, he drums up all sorts of uh, participation. <laughs> Most people out of the yeah. cat, yeah. Uh, I'm just boring as shit. I've figured it out. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> pump it up, buddy. Good grief. Yeah, seriously, rookie numbers. Mm. Maybe, uh, maybe you need to do an in the beans opal school. Oh yeah, I'll just sit cross-legged inside the beans, and <laughs> I'll do that next time. <laughs> yeah. It's going down. Just pop up, pop your head up. Yeah, <laughs> tea bag hey, beans. Tea bag. I'll start yeah. coming up and down in different parts of the beans. There you go. Yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this week we're gonna do loops. We're going to loop out. We're going to do an inside loop and an outside loop. So that means the disc is going to be on the inside of the loop. Then the disc is going to be in the outside of the loop. And you'll enter it from the bottom, go up through the loop and exit through the bottom. And you'll do that from the right and from the left. Um, obviously, if you can't do both sides, it's not a big deal. Just give it a shot. If you can, cool. If not, do whatever side you're comfortable with and then work on the other side. That's the whole point of the, the school. It's like, Here's some ideas to challenge you and try and do things that maybe you're not 100% comfortable with. Like, if everybody knew this stuff already, this would be a really boring thing we're doing. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, get it on video, um, post it online, tag it with hashtag school so we can see it. And then we'll, uh, we'll have some fun. Maybe yeah. break something. Who knows? There you go. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. You guys got anything else to add? I like turtles. Okay. And on that note, <laughs> let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, Tom Shin here. I joined Only Fine Helis because of the family environment that the Turner family promotes. Only Fine Helis carries the industry most desired products and provides fast shipping. Every year, I attend a lot of fun flights, and if you've ever been pressured into a Scott Graham tandem, Only Fine Helis has the parts to get you back in the air. You know, on second thought, you should just go buy the spares today at Only Fine Helis.
right, welcome back, everybody. We have a very special guest with us tonight. We have Tom Shin joining us to talk about the Race City Rotor Fest uh, event that just happened. So, welcome to the show, Tom. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So, Tom, we're going to do, uh, I, I know you're on a previous podcast, and that's okay. But uh, I figure, what the heck, let's do a little bit of uh, get to know and uh, figure out who Tom Shin is. So, Tom, where are you from, buddy? Um, I grew up in Guam. And for those people that don't know where Guam is, it's a little island in the South Pacific. Uh, it's a territory of the United States, just like Puerto Rico is. Mm. And it, its sole purpose was strategic military. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I grew up in Guam and um, I you know, wanted a way out of that place. It was like, it's a black hole. Once you get, once you get there, you kind of get sucked in and you can never leave. So from there, military, um, I, you know, finished my military career in Georgia and naturally I just kind of settled in Atlanta. So I've been here ever since. Oh, wow. How many years have you been there? Um, I came to Georgia 2000. Okay. And I left the service in 2005, I believe. And so I've been here. So I moved to Atlanta. Uh, from I mean, the city that the base was in is called Warner Robins, Robins Air Force Base. Right. Which is about two hours south of Atlanta. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I actually officially moved into Atlanta probably about 2006. Okay. So were you were you in Guam until like around 2000? So you spent most of I your life in there. I was. Um, I did come out to California and do some high school there. Um, the intention was to finish off high school, get residency, and maybe go to college in California. Um, but it, I think my parents uh, underestimated the cost of sending. Uh, someone <laughs> out to California from Guam, uh, and all expenses paid to just go to high school. So, right, and yeah, so that was my short stint outside, and you know, it was once I kind of got the uh, the taste of freedom. It was like, man, I can't go back. It's like prison. Wow, right, I can't go back. <laughs> so, what was your FSC, uh, Tom? When you were in? Um. 3EO, or it was um, actually power, okay. power production. Um, but I got pulled into uh, the fifth mob down in Warner Robins, and they are uh, a comm group. So we provide um, secure and unsecure uh, data and voice uh, oh. wherever we go. And they use satellite telemetry, uh, everything from you know, satellite telemetry to ground radio, power, HVAC, um, uh, what is it, secure and secure, all the servers, um, all of that is, we were pretty much self-sufficient, so we're kind of like an entire package. Yep. Um, so, yeah, there were, you know, and then I got pulled in off to the side from there and kind of pulled into a special unit where um, they took five people and said, you need to learn everybody else's job so that if you die, <laughs> you can still continue. <laughs> so it was a light team. And um, yeah, it, was a, it was basically a buffer. So uh, anytime there's like a forward base, operating base that is either starting up or shutting down, 
um, we were kind of the buffer. So we would go in and we would provide a limited amount of secure on secure comm. And the large unit that was doing it for the entire base would pack up and leave. And once everyone was done and out, we would pack up our light unit. It only took, uh, we were up and running probably, you know, 48 hours, set everything up from the time we land um, to the time that we, you know, got data and voice flow. Yeah. So that's basically what I did for my entire career. Um, did a few stints in Afghanistan and Iraq. And, uh, uh, my, my dad called me one day and he said, dude, you know, I'm proud of you. But um, I cannot stand your mom every time you tell us that you're going to go somewhere. So you're going to have to find a different career. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had to go through that. Like, actually, when my my second trip in Iraq, I actually had to hang up because there was incoming and I was on the phone with my mom. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it took like five years. My parents finally, you know, like, hey, did it, you know, it's great. But, you know, there was always this stressor of me deploying. And there was times when I didn't even really kind of advertise it to my parents mm-hmm. i kind of will wait until i was somewhere to say yeah i'm not in, in the country mom or dad you know mm-hmm. but it's you know I, I worked a lot with um i guess the 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 power generation because i towards the end of my career i was in contracting right so usually doing being a contracting officer you know it's like we usually were there way in the beginning and way afterwards, you know, to make sure that we tie up a base before, you know, they completely shut it down. So it was very interesting, you know, especially that communication. You don't realize how much you rely on that until you're in that situation, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I, I, yeah, I had a great time. Uh, I don't know that, you know, I would change anything if I had to do it over again. Uh, yeah. I met a lot of great, great people. Mm-hmm seen a lot of crazy things done a lot of crazy things it was fun well thank you for your service you know because that's that's something that you know very few in in the country really do it so being able to say you served you know like i had served and you know it's it's uh it's kind of like a very few that do it so thank you thanks guys yeah i can't do it So were you interested in tellies at all while you were in the military or when you were back at home? Or did this is something that kind of sprouted up after you got out of the military and, and started working, you know, normal civilian life? No, I mean, I, I, I always had an interest for RC. Uh, I mean, in the 80s, I think my dad, you know, he, I, after I bugged him enough, he uh, finally bought me a, a grasshopper. Um, and that was my first kind of into entry of RC and ever since then I've been I've always been into cars, boats, airplanes, uh, helicopters. Um but um I got into airplanes you know before helicopters I think a lot of people kind of fall into that uh, route. And um the my mentor, the guy that you know I was learning to fly planes with, you know, he brought out a helicopter one day and he was flying out like, oh my god, that is awesome. I got to have that. So I sold off all my planes and <laughs> got a Concept 30. Um, and that's basically I learned hovering. I spent gallons and gallons and gallons of fuel hovering uh, with a Concept 30 and, and the uh, training sticks that he made for me. And then when I started to, uh, when I was able to 
kind of get into forward flight, I got a XL60 because he said, you know, the bigger helicopters actually fly better and it's easier to hover. So mm-hmm. ended up picking up a used XL60. Uh, and I got to the point where I was doing forward flight, style turns, and then kind of landing. Um, and then that's kind of where, uh, you know, I started thinking about going into the military. And once I got called and said, hey, you're in, you're shipping off this date, I kind of turned around and, you know, that kind of stuff just doesn't survive moves. Uh, TMO is, is not the uh, most gentle <laughs> with, your, with your belongings. So I ended up selling everything, uh, cars, planes, helicopters, and I kind of gave it up. Wow. Um, yeah, I gave it up and just never really got into it, back into it until 2014-ish, late 2014. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, and then everything different then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything changed. It, it was all foreign. I was like, wow, that doesn't have a fly bar. <laughs> right. you don't have this gyros you don't have this gyro spinning and you have to wait for it to spool up <laughs> yes. because i think when i left they were just coming out with the piezo gyro yep. um and, and you know i was still flying nicads with you know the futaba gyro that actually spun spun up and you had to wait for it to spool up um yeah it was good times uh-huh. So, uh, you are definitely known as the one of the Nitro guys. Uh, if Am not I? the the Nitro guy. No. 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 I disagree. Every time I hear I Tom can't... Shin, I think Nitro. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> it's true. Yep. Yep. I uh, do believe when I got into Nitro, I picked your brain quite a few times. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so why, what, what keeps, like, what brings you to nitro versus electric? Well, I don't have to lube my shaft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> He's been holding that now for a while. Uh, you know, like, you know, like um, Scott said, that the smoke, the sound, the, the power band, the delivery, um, you know, how it, basically talks to you if you're if you're getting ha- out of hand with your collective it, it lets you know real quick um and it's just i've always been a gearhead and i've always learned on nitro you know it's uh, planking was all nitro you know all the nitro engines and that's kind of where i got my um my tuning and and just learning about two-stroke engines is it started off with you know cars and planks and then uh you know back that at that time it was just either NICAD or Nitro. And NICADs just, you know, didn't have the power to weight ratio like LiPo's do these days, and, and they certainly didn't have the flight time. So, you know, I guess it's just an old habit, just, you know, same, same thing that, you know, car enthusiasts like uh, old muscle cars. It's just, it never dies once it's with you. Right. Gearhead. When did you... When did you eventually become sponsored and who by while you were flying? You know, that's not something that I really thought about. And I was just out having fun um, with the North Carolina boys. You know, I, they're just they're a great group of guys. And, you know, they kind of just got me out to a fun fly. And uh, I think the first one was at Dragonfly of 2017. 
I think, or 2018, I think 20, one of those years. And um, I got to know them, and they kind of got me hooked on events. So I started coming out, and um, it was uh, last man. I, they all seem to just when you've been to like enough events, they all seem to run together. So yeah. I want to say 2018 or 2019, um, Dragonfly. Um, I'm just out there having fun, and Shannon called me up at the end of the event when I was driving home, and he asked me if you know I want to join the team. I said I thought about it. You know, he, you know Shannon's a great guy. Um, his his family, great people, um, and you know it, it just it was like a no brainer. He said, you know, you don't have to do anything special. Just come out and have fun. Just do what you're doing now. You know, you help folks. You let you know you kind of let loose and just enjoy yourself and that's really all I'm about. You know, I just want people to have fun. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't even really have to think about it all that much. That's awesome. So yeah, Shannon yeah. is awesome. He is. So yes, I'm sponsored by only fine helis. Uh, great place to get parts when you, uh, put it in the dirt. Um, or if you happen to tandem with Scott Graham, <laughs> Don't do that. That's a bad idea. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so you were a part of the, uh, I guess you could say, test team for the Powertune kit. And um, do you know if there is any future developments going on with the Powertune uh, stuff? Um, I will say that there is a version two that's kind of got some radius on the edges to make it look a little more sleek than boxy. Okay. Um, and you know, it's just aesthetics, uh, to make it look a little cooler. Um, but there are other projects in the works. Um, I don't think we are at a point where we can even disclose what it is. Okay. But, um, we do have other things. Well, I would, I'll say that Gregor and Jay have other things, um, kind of cooking in the background. That's awesome. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just there to help test it and see if I can break it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. He's, uh, he's come back to the hobby and he can, you know, do the things that he's doing, uh, Gregor, you know, and, uh, yeah, great guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a really nice guy. So, well, cool. Uh, we all attended a fun fly in Mooresville, right, Scott? Moores, Mooresville, North Carolina. Yes, sir. Race was, City, USA. Yep, the Race City Rotor Fest fun fly. And uh, we're just going to do a little bit of coverage of that and kind of discuss, you know, what we saw, what we did. And, uh, what we conquered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Scott, who actually uh, put that fun fly together and hosted that fun fly? So it all kind of came about, I think, two years ago when um, we started a group called Race City Rotors. And it was just a way to like communicate with just like the Charlotte guys because there's a group of like 16 or 17 of us that fly here. And, you know, I wanted to tell them, hey, we're flying this field this weekend or this one over here. And then Heliman had the idea where he wanted to start. 
uh, firing up his fun flies again because he used to do fun flies like five or six years ago at the same field. So he came to us, said, hey, you guys interested in doing this? We said, absolutely. Try to come up with a name. We're like, well, why don't we just call it Race City Rotor Fest because we're the Race City Rotors. Might as well just do that. And uh, yeah, it just kind of came about like that. So Heliman was the CD. Uh, the field was, what is the name of that field? Uh, I should know this. It's called RC Wingers Field in Mooresville. Um, I'm not a member of that field. It's uh, it's a little bit out of the way for me to get there, but they were nice enough to host us for a couple of years. So uh, yeah, we used that field. Um, the club seems to enjoy when we go there. Um, most of them are airplane guys, but they do... They do genuinely enjoy the, the heli guys hanging out there, I guess. Nice. Yeah. And at that fun fly, uh, how many people registered for it? I think there was 42 pilots registered at the end of the event, which for what's going on right now with COVID and everything, I think that was pretty solid as far as the turnout. Right. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, that's a pretty fair turnout. So. And uh, Tom, what uh, what day did you get there? I got there Friday, right around eleven a.m. Um, it was raining. It, it was rainy till about three p.m. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot it rained the first first day I was there. wasn't bad though. We got to hang out and wrench on stuff. We all hung out into the the far shelter and just tore apart hellies and built stuff for like four or five hours till the rain stopped. And, uh, yeah, almost crashed a OMP M2. <laughs> yeah, that you made was, that official recently, that didn't you? Yeah. What exactly <laughs> happened there, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> so, what had happened was... <laughs> so, what had happened <laughs> <laughs> I said, hold my beer and watch this. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, you know, we were flying... Um, Cliff, I think it was Cliff's yep. uh, OMP. Yeah, so we we're f- just—it was just drizzling, and everybody was kind of froggy to get something to fly. And Scott had the bright idea, "Dude, bring it out. We'll fly it from underneath the the covers." So he brought it out, and we we're kind of passing the remote around and just flying. And um, Cliff flies with a lot of expo, <laughs> a lot of expo. Yeah, so it's like you're moving it, moving it, moving it. The control sticks are just moving, 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 and the heli's really not doing a whole lot. And then you get to the last part of your travel, and all of a sudden it goes zing. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, that happened. The heli goes zing. (laughs) Zing. (laughs) It went zing. (laughs) We're like, we can't see it. Oh, it was good. <laughs> to be fair, though, I feel like everyone that flew it almost crashed it. Yeah, there was something with the pitch, too. Yeah, it was like a switch, an on-off switch. Yeah, I was trying to come in for a landing, and I was like, either there was zero pitch and falling, or it was like 10 degrees and just climbing. Proper broken. Strange. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. But I saved it. Now, did you bring no. anything else to fly, uh, Tom? I did. I brought the Protoss Nitro. I brought the uh, Spectre, and I also brought the uh, Nitro Mastro. So I heard. I heard somebody got some pulls on that Nitro Mastro, huh? Yeah, 
Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I think it's a cool machine. Uh, but I think that uh, I was having a bad day of collective management. <laughs> you forgot it at home, didn't you? I did. I totally oh, did. No. Right by the toaster. Damn it. <laughs> mm, right by the toaster. Yeah. Did anyone let Jason Bell fly a, an Avant or no? I don't think anybody did. Mm. I I asked him. I asked him if he wanted to pull on one, and I asked him if it brought back memories. And he kind of smiled. <laughs> I, I didn't know how to take that. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, because he used to be a an Avant <laughs> pilot, and was, mm-hmm. I know he always spoke high, uh, highly of you know Avant stuff and Mostros, and especially the uh, the fourteen S freight train one. He always tells me stories about that one. Oh wow! He did fourteen yeah, S on Mastro. Yeah, freight train, the one you saw there, Jay's. Oh, 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 gotcha. Yeah, I know they fly pretty good. Uh, I I do know that I was asking a lot. I think from Tom's, and <laughs> no, was... you were telling it. You weren't asking it. <laughs> so yeah, I I was not my best performance, but I, uh, I was doing, uh, the consecutive flips, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and yeah, it just, it, it didn't perform the way I was expecting it to. <laughs> so it was kind of bogging the motor up a bit. And, um, but, uh, I think you also said that it was a bit on the rich side and that you do use a lot of pitch. Is that right? Yeah, so to be fair, um, the helicopter was set up for 700 um, rotor tech ultimates mm-hmm. the last time it you know, flew decently. Okay. Um, but I ended up putting VTX 717s on it, and I didn't touch any of my settings. Mm-hmm. So the pitch that I had it set for was set for the ultimates. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so it, I mean, I was just flying through it because I didn't want to deal with it. I, I I knew right. I was going to buy some more ultimates and, you know, put it on there. But, um, yeah, I just, I was flying with seven seventeens. forgot to tell you that it has a lot of pitch and <laughs> it really wasn't set up for seven seventeens. but yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll have to do a, a, a take two. Okay. Yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Cause unfortunately right now, like I'm over two, like Jay's the plugs wanted to spit out. And then of course yours, I guess I was totally truck driving it. <laughs> and uh, so I need some redemption. I need to do it again. So yeah, definitely. But, uh, I'll bring it back out with the rotor techs. There you go. Well, tell us about the Protos. What happened to that guy? Yeah. What had happened was <laughs> the power plug came unplugged while I was flying. Oh, man. Um, I mean, I, I Velcro it too. I, I Velcro the the plugs so that they don't move around. Um, but that particular receiver pack has a bunk plug or something. Everything that I plugged it into is like just loosey goosey. Um, so I'm either gonna have to change that plug or just toss that receiver pack out. Um, so yeah, it was. A, I don't. I don't even remember what I was doing. Maybe in the middle of TikToks and it just dropped out of the air. Ah. Oh. So, so well, use them that way. You might have <laughs> yeah. been, you might have been unlucky, but we did see something there that was very lucky, 
And that was Kyle Wells with his Goblin, uh, the Black Nitro. And it was he had spent, he and Brandon, I guess, spent most of the day trying to get it back together, right? And so he straps his battery down, he puts it up in the air, and all of a sudden he's doing something, and the battery literally was like dangling down, hanging oh. on by the connector. <laughs> Yeah, that was bad. So, was so bad. he was like, thank God I wasn't inverted. <laughs> so, yeah, it had been yeah. really freaking yeah. ugly. But I think what it well, was is that he had taken the Velcro off of the fan shroud when he was rebuilding everything back together. What was it? Did he borrow an engine for, or something like that from Brandon? Um, is that what the deal was? I think it was a clutch. He had the mother of all hot starts. Like, I was using the restroom at the time and I just heard a nitro motor start and just go to absolute full song immediately. I was like, Oh, <laughs> someone's either dead or that helicopter's messed up. Cause it was like instant full RPM. Right. So yeah, it, it destroyed the clutch. Um, so Brandon was nice enough to basically give him his whole clutch tank. Just said, take what you want. Right. So obviously when you split the fan housings, you got to take the Velcro off. So I think the Velcro got screwed up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but he got it straightened out. He got some more Velcro and uh, redid it, and I think he was fine from there. But uh, the yeah. trick to that just cut the Velcro right down the seam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that. I was like, man, how can I do this? I don't have to redo the Velcro every time I take the shroud off. That's a really like, good idea. Yeah, I split it right down. And the, I mean, when you put a battery on it and with the strap, it's going to hold it together, right? Right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know idea. what happened. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, well, I'll speak for myself, but it seems like every time I put stuff together at the field, like something's destined to, to go go wrong, you know? Yeah. So, um, Something's rushed a little bit. or Yeah. Over. Yeah. yeah. And so, but thank goodness he <laughs> didn't send his 2S pack through the blades because that would have really sucked. Yeah. Big but, time. Um, yeah. So. It would have been spectacular. <laughs> 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 oh gosh! Well, let's keep this crash talk going. Scott, did you? Uh, Yo, did you have a mishap, buddy? No, I didn't crash anything at all all mm. weekend. Hundred percent, everything's good. Mm. You smell that? Uh, <laughs> smell that? Bullshit! <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> I had a lot of bad luck. I mean, it. it two. Yeah. Okay. Let's just go through them. The very first one. I was flying Zach. No, I was flying Jay Treadway's Black Nitro, his uh, 700 Black Nitro, and I guess he just wanted it tuned in. He wanted to make sure that you know the disc didn't blow out, the tail didn't blow out. It didn't do anything weird when you really kind of rung it out. So I was being kind of a jerk to it, and I broke the nylon bolts in flight. I guess the two pinch bolts on the side must have been loose or something, mm. but. I come down and after I've rung it out and I'm like, yeah, this thing holds great. No issues. We did some tweaks to the tail gain and, and some stuff like that. Nothing major, but it was flying pretty awesome. And I flipped it around and came down really aggressive in this nosedive and then flattened out like maybe like six or seven feet above the ground. And as soon as I did that, it just started wagging its tail really aggressively and the whole tail drooped when the nylon bolt snapped. So luckily it didn't fully come out the helicopter. 
But every time it bobbled up and down and left and right, like the belt would tension up, then the belt would let go and it would tension up. So you'd gain tail RPM, then you'd lose the tail, then you'd get the tail and lose the tail. And it was just wiggling all over the place to the ground. So did manage to save the helicopter and I gave him some new nylon bolts, but holy crap, that could have ended badly. Yeah, for real. Um, and then Zach Waddell or Waddle. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce his name. He said kids in school used to say Waddle Waddle when they made fun of him, so I, I think it's Waddle. So Zach Waddle <laughs> let me fly his helicopter. And I don't know exactly what happened. If you look at the V-bar logs, it says it just shut down, you know, disconnect. Um, we think that maybe there's something wrong with the RX pack or something came undone or maybe his, his leads that go to the Neo or something came out. But basically... Um, I was doing rainbows back and forward, then all of a sudden it just started spinning real hard on itself. Um, you know, the tail just started whipping around uncontrollably, and I had no control of the helicopter. Hit and hold, hit and throttle cut, nothing. And hit the ground, um, started doing a chicken dance, and we ran up on it and pulled the fuel line off it. But it, was, it wasn't bad. Blades, links, um, pitch arms, the boom survived, tail blades survived. But... Uh, it still sucks to see that kind of thing happen. Sure. So that was pretty unlucky. And then what else did I do? I crashed my own helicopter being stupid, doing inverted autos through the grass, which looked awesome. Uh, I crashed Kevin McGrady's helicopter because <laughs> what I do? Oh, yeah, I forgot it wasn't a 700. And I was doing an auto finishing off the flight after flying his 12S. So 12S with 570 millimeter. Was it 570 or 603 blades? 603. Okay, so 603 blades and 12S. So it's a little heavy. It does have more disc than than a 570 or 580, but whatever. Still couldn't stretch it far enough to get away from the grass. And, like, the whole time, what was I yelling? I was like, does this have bailout? Does this have bailout? Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, I don't know. You're like, bailout? What's <laughs> so bailout? Last second, I hit, like, bailout, just hoping that it fires up again. And it's not coming on. And right before it gets to the ground, I'm like, oh, screw it. We're banging a U-turn. And turned around to try and get to the tall grass to cushion the the landing because I knew it wasn't going to be pretty with how far I stretched it. So yeah, um, I don't think I broke anything except one tail blade, right? Right, right. Yeah, everything was good. Yeah, because I put it up after that and proceeded to to beat on it, beat on it. So what I'm getting out of all this um, is you do not have to tandem with Scott to get a yeah, broken helicopter. Yeah, let me fly your stuff. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed. I, I was hoping that uh, I would have re- remembered to set that up as, you know, saying, so five crashes in one weekend from Scott Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of which was his. <laughs> yeah, there was one more as well. I mean, I, I crashed Derek Shoes 570 as well. Wasn't but that that's the Nitro a one or no? Bit of a different story. No, it was his electric. Okay. But basically, he had crashed it the previous week. We just got it all set up, and he asked me to tune it in and make it right. Because he likes the way that I set him up, and he usually has me do that whenever one goes in. Mm-hmm. So I start flying it, and it is really damn good. And I'm enjoying myself. I'm having fun. And, you know, normally I'll fly Eric's stuff a little harder than normal because we're, you know, we fly every weekend. We're real close friends. Like, if it goes in, it goes in. No, None of us care. Like, if I crash it, I'll fix it. If he crashes it, he fixes it. It's just kind of the thing we do. So... I'm coming through, and he's talking about Mobius to someone that was standing there. He's like, oh, I love Mobius. I love when they do that, and oh, when they do a transition in the middle. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to do that just for, you know, give him an example of what sure. he's talking about that he likes. So I start doing a Mobius, 
And then I go in to do a transition, but I don't have any idea of what I'm planning after the transition or what to do. So I literally come around the right-hand side of the Mobius, do like a pure flip change-up, and I've, I had no clue what way I want to end that and continue, whether I wanted tail forwards inverted, nose forwards inverted, nothing. No plan. So I pure flip drove it right into the ground. <laughs> and I was like, well, that sucks. But everything was okay with that one, too. I broke main blades and tail blades, and I think that was it. Wow. It was the only stuff that broke, you so got, that one wasn't bad at all. It was really low, some, so it... You got some really good friends, because you... Seems like you have repeat customers. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think they just know I don't mean it. You know, I don't do it out of maliciousness. And every time I crash <laughs> someone's stuff, like I fix it. If it's my fault, I'll fix it. If something fails due to mechanical electrical failure, like if I can prove it uh, or you saw it and you're there, typically I'll call it before it goes in. Like I, that's not really on me. I, you know, it's it failed for some stupid reason that would have happened to anyone that flew it. But if I drive it in because I'm dumb, I'll pay for that. So no one, I don't think they really care too much. I don't care. But yeah, put his in, broke the blades. Uh, I bought him new blades that night and delivered them the next morning. We had the heli flying the next day. So that was fine. Um, I think, was that, oh, I almost crashed Ollie's. <laughs> so Ollie had me tune every single helicopter he owns and i'm not over exaggerating he literally <laughs> said all right i'm lining them all up they're all ready to go we're doing them back to back and i was like oh geez okay so by the time i got to the 580 i had forgotten to turn off um collective balance so normally i turn that all the way up to 50 so that way when you dig into the collective and the cyclic at the same time it it lets you use it it right. doesn't yeah, I turn it off. So I do this like little nosedive thing towards the ground and I try and like fart it flat a couple feet off the ground and it doesn't give me any collective. And I'm like, whoo! And the skids get within like six inches of the ground. Then it pulls out. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I know exactly what that was. <laughs> so landed, turned that on uh, all the way up to 50 and then finished the pack. But that would have been, that would have been bad putting in his brand new 580 just because I forgot a value. That would have been interesting. <laughs> So, yeah, it was it was bad. That's the most I think I've crashed ever. Yeah. In one day, I've crashed more than I've crashed in like a year or two. So you're good to go for a while. Yeah, I got them all out of my system, and I only owned one of them. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you need a signing, dude, just like where you set up a table and you sit there and you just sign people's crashed helicopters. Yeah, you can bring me your nice new build. I'll crash <laughs> it and sign it and give it back. There you go. Done. Crash test approved. <laughs> well, I think yeah, Scott liked fun. the. I think Scott liked the 580 on 12s. I was just being nice to you. Yeah, you weren't flying it nice, that's for sure. <laughs> no, it, it flew really well. Um, it didn't feel heavy like a 570 12s. I've flown a 570 before, and it just it you know you could feel the weight. I think with those 603s, mm -hmm. it really was a nice match on 12s. Yeah, and those are 3300 packs. Yeah, that helps too, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. Thanks for letting me fly it. Yeah. No, and crash it. <laughs> right. Well, before all that, uh, you know, Tom and I had spent some time together and and you got to fly the six S five eighty and you also got to fly the twelve S. But the twelve S, Tom was sort of helping me out with some tuning issues that we were seeing, which was really 
strange. Um, I think the only thing that changed, Tom, was that it was running on 570 blades before I came out. No, I think I did a test flight with it on 603. Either way, uh, I didn't notice the problems that we were having. and um, But part of it was that the tail was sort of doing this up and down movement vibration. Even the, the tail fin was, was going pretty berserk too, right? And um, Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I saw was the bobbing. Yeah. Your, mm-hmm. your tail was bobbing up and down, and usually that kind of tells you there's somewhere in your head, something's off on your head. And Right. I mean, we just brought it in, and I think we checked the pitch at zero pitch, and it was off by like half a degree Right. Um, on one of the blades. So we fixed that, and we put it right back out again, and uh, it fixed the bobbing. Yeah, it was pretty smooth. Yep. Um, I think it smoothed out after that. Just that one little tweak. What'd you think of the 580 on 12s? That thing's an absolute animal. <laughs> I mean, I mean, absolute. Just like it feels like it had unlimited amount of power and unlimited amount of pitch. It's like the more you gave it, the more it wanted, and the more it went. And uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this could turn ugly. Let me just hand this back to uh, my <laughs> <Right>. Grady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the 6S one, it's it's pretty dialed. That one flew pretty good. And, oh, yeah, it flew great, man. Yeah. The, the, I think the disc loading on the 6S was really good. It felt really light. You yeah. know, it, I mean, it wasn't overly too light, but it felt just right. It felt right. real good. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, thank you for all your help, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for letting me fly your stuff. Yeah. So we had some A-Main brethren there, didn't we? A-Main? Yeah, A-Main. 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 What up? uh, A-Main. So Frank showed up, team manager, and then Jason Bell flew in from California. Always an awesome time when he shows up. Yeah. And he finally got his helicopter fixed. Remember the first, like, half a day it sounded like a freight train going through the air? Yeah. <laughs> Every time he dug into the cyclic, it was like a AK-47. <laughs> and then uh, he finally got that trued up, swapped all the shafts, and replaced all the links and everything, and got it all working nice. But yeah, it's always cool watching them fly, watching him and him and Frank do tandems together. He's such Definitely. an amazing pilot. Like, it just... He's, he's next level, you know? It always motivates me to try harder when I see these guys fly, and I'm like, man, I got so much to do and learn. Right. And uh, typically makes me hit the sim and, and really get back to focusing once I see these guys fly. Right. I agree. Very cool. So they, they did some, some demos, but uh, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> you had your hodgepodge heli. Yeah, mine was and, pretty uh, broken. Yeah. So it spent most, I think, when did I put it in? Saturday? Well, I think it was early on, too, because, um, well, I think I had only been there for a short while, and you put it in, like, right as I was getting there or shortly after. So, it was yeah, early Jason morning. Yeah, Jason got frustrated with his making weird noises, so he grabbed mine and flew mine, and he did a pretty crazy flight, but he did, like, forgive my French, he did this weak-ass auto. So, I ran <laughs> up to him, I'm like, give me the radio, <laughs> took it up, and... Did an inverted auto and brought it right down through the tall grass and then flipped over. But when I did that, like, I barely had any head speed left to land it. So as soon as I started touching the ground to do a sliding auto, like, I had nothing. So it tipped over Mm. and everything was fine, except I did whack the boom. Blades were fine. 
but the boom was cracked enough where I didn't really want to fly it. So right. uh, ended up calling in air support and had a friend bring me a boom from Concord. And uh, yeah, that's how the hot, nasty, ugly got started because it was all multicolored now. Who was that from? So, uh, Zach Waddle. Oh, okay. He had it. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. It was a little, little abused, a little broken. It was one of his other crash booms, but it was strong enough to hold itself together. So I figured I'd just build, you know, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat Kraken and uh, fly that for the rest <laughs> of the event. <laughs> right, right. You mean Skittles? Yeah, Skittles yeah. tastes the rainbow. <laughs> tastes the rainbow! Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Scott actually did have a demo. Did I? Yeah, you actually had a demo. I don't remember this. You flew tandem. Oh, with Rodney. Yeah. Yeah. So Redemption. Rodney came for round two. Um, Rodney's wife was yelling at him the entire time. Uh, so we all learned Rodney's full lame, first, middle, last. Um, <laughs> it was pretty entertaining <laughs> watching her freak out. Uh, I did chase him through the air. Uh, I may or may not have been flirting with death, trying to get close to him. <laughs> But in all actuality, I was trying to avoid him. I was just getting close just to scare him. <laughs> and it was all for show. But uh, yeah, it went really well. Um, nobody crashed except Rodney. Um, so I see that as a success. <laughs> no, I feel bad for Rodney. He uh, he made it through the whole tandem. Um, I think I was coming in to land and, and I don't know what happened. He just absolutely drove his into the ground like as hard as it could. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was not involved in that incident. <laughs> I was kind of bummed because, like, well, if you know, if his heli was going in anyway, mine was trashed because you know I destroyed it previously in the last flight during the day. It had an old boom, a cracked canopy, broken carters, bent arms, bent feathering shaft. Like it, it sounded like a, uh, like I said, an AK forty-seven flying through the air, like like Jason's at that point. So I kind of wish we had a midair. Just because it would have been like way more spectacular, and he lost his heli anyway into the ground, so you know we would have been just the same, right? Yeah, but anyway, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the auto contest? Yeah, so that was that was kind of a last minute thing that you know we put it in the flyer. We were always going to plan to do an auto contest, but we had no idea like really how we were going to do it. The only plan I had was, you know, auto to a single point and then measure from that point to the nose of the canopy or whatatever's closer. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's your score. Whoever gets the shortest distance wins. So we got all set up for it, got enough participation, which was great. I thought that maybe we'd only get a couple people, but I think in the end we had about maybe eight or nine participants, which was fantastic. I had a choice? No. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some people were voluntold. Mm. Uh, others were kind enough to volunteer on their own accord. Um, <laughs> yeah, even Jason competed, which was great. Yeah. Um, we didn't say initially that he was disqualified before he started because that kind of took the fun out of it, but he was never going to win regardless of what happened just because he's Team A-Main. You're, you know, we're not going to win our own competitions we're running. That's not fair. Right. So I think what did he get? Two and a half inches or something? No, he his no. best run was an inch and a half. An inch and a half, which is pretty <laughs> solid. And then oh, you, man, sir, he nailed it. 
Oh, yeah. dude. That contest was over before it started as soon as he started flying. Yeah. Yeah, he, he blew it away. And I kind of knew he would. That's why he was like disqualified before he started. Because that's not <laughs> fair. But it is fun seeing people like that do these competitions because it's like, well, damn, it's possible, you know? Right. Yeah. So he, he killed it for sure. Uh, and then literally killed it his last attempt. Hit the cone, <laughs> tipped over his heli, and that was it. It was DQ'd at that point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, made life easier. I didn't have to disqualify him for being good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and then why don't you guys tell tell your side of it and, and what went down? I don't want to ruin all the fun. Well, we definitely have to mention Zach because, you know, once once Jason kind of disqualified himself by hitting the cone, uh, you know, I, I at that point I was like, all right, well, this it's it's done. It's over. Um, and then he hit the cone. I was like, oh, OK, well, maybe we have a chance here. And then Zach busts in with like an eight inch away from the cone. And I was like holy crap, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to do this, you know? And um, so he he definitely, like, set the bar at that point. And I'm not real sure how many people went after him. Um, but uh, there was a lot of people that were still a couple feet away, you know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was Zach on top for a while. And, uh, and then, then our boy Tom Shin went. So, uh, tell us about that, Tom. No, no, no. You went after Zach and then you nailed it. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. I guess like I there was no, there was like no reason why anyone else should have gone after you. <laughs> Let me tell because you you literally, you literally parked it right on the cone. I, I kind of did it, but yeah. you know, the, the funny thing is, is <laughs> this, this is really funny. I said this to myself. I was like, boy, wouldn't it be funny if I won this, but I don't, I don't auto like Ben and Josh can tell you, like, I don't ever like do big stretched out autos and, and whatever else. I just don't typically do them. And, um, so I was like, bah, whatever, we'll have fun. I, I just don't want to crash. That's the biggest thing. And, um, and so I went up, came in for the first one, and I think you guys were like, no, you got to go higher than that. It's got to be, what would you say, Scott, over 200 feet or something? Uh, no, well, I guess I said like at least 100 feet, mm-hmm. and then I was yelling at you to do a big nasty one like Gucci. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> Drop yeah. in like a, like a damn bomb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I tried Gucci. I tried to do you, you know, a solid, but my hot and nasty wasn't so hot and nasty. Um, <laughs> it, uh, but I did go like up and then over the top kind of thing, and then brought it down to overspeed it in. And um, and I don't remember what my measurement was at that point, but I always was to the right of the cone, and I would kind of like just slide it in, you know, sideways towards the cone. And I think I was still, you know, two feet ish away, whatever. And um, and so that was my second time, right? So the first one didn't count because I didn't go high enough. And um, second one was the overspeed one. And the third one, I was like, all right, game face, let's do this. And so I went up, you know, over the 200 feet, came in nice and soft, nice and slow, and brought it in. And I, again, to the right of the cone, slid it over sideways, and literally parked it 
uh, two inches from the cone. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've heard yeah. anyone being so happy with just two inches. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, he, he got the phone call when I left, but uh, yeah. He so. was like, I'm running home with the monies. I'm like, what? Like, dude, where'd you go? <laughs> oh, Strip man, you blew the load too early, Gucci. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So two inches from the cone, and I thought, damn, I'm going to actually have a chance at this. And um, yeah, quite a few other people went. And then, of course, Tom, you you went. So you had a, you had a nice landing. It was uh, spectacular. Oh, it was spectacular. Yeah, it was great. Spectacular. Spectacular. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the entire time I'm flying Friday and pretty much all day Saturday leading up to, you know, the auto comp, I, I'm doing autos. I'm just, you know, every flight, at the end of every flight, I bring it in as an auto. Um, my first attempt, I do an inverted auto. I figured, you know, at this point, he, he's at two inches. I'm not even going to get closer. I, there's no way I'm going to get closer than two inches. <laughs> so, you know, I just figured I'll bring it in close, do an inverted, you know, drag the tail maybe, pop it over, and then just park it anywhere, you know, w- within the vicinity. So I did, and I popped it over, and um, I had a lot of energy in the head still because, you know, I came in pretty hot inverted. So I was like, you know what? I might be able to just float this in. So I popped it over. I had a lot of energy coming in. And I had a little bit too much forward momentum, so I pulled back. And um, it it was a little bit too much. And the tail, I believe, hit the ground, and it snapped the carbon boom right at the uh, boom clamp. Mm. And that just sent the boom into the blades. And it looked worse than what it really was. I mean, literally, it was just... Um, a new boom and a pitch link. That's crazy. Um, but I mean, when I picked the heli up, you know, it looked all mangled and just completely destroyed. Yeah, scorpion. Um, so, yeah. So I mean, it was <laughs> it, it was a, a crowd pleaser for crash, but you know, it, it wasn't as bad as it looked. Right. <laughs> That's funny. So we did have a few, a uh, couple others after that, and uh, I'd be lying if I didn't say when Scott was like, anybody else, anybody else want to, you know, do this? And I'm like, shut up, Scott, shut up. You know, because I thought, you know, two inches, nobody's Because you just yet. wanted to win it. I wanted, at that point, I wanted to win. I was like, come on, let's do this, <laughs> you know? And, um, yeah, so uh, I, I think, uh, was it Ali? I think Ali was one of the last ones, and uh, he gave it his best. And uh, But, yeah, no one got even close to two inches. And so I actually won that. I, I was just blown away. And, you know, it was, it was neat to win something that you kind of had to earn. You know what I mean? It wasn't like pulling a ticket from a bucket, you know, it was, it was, it was fun. It was, it was neat because of that. So, um, we definitely need to give a shout out to the people that donated the prize money though. Um, Scott, would you like to do the honors of that, sir? Yeah, that was, I believe, inverted RC. It was Frank Moradiejos. He made the donation. Um, How much was it? It was 150 or Yeah, it was 150. 150 doll hairs, which was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm really stoked you did that. It really upped the ante and people people wanted to to try it. Right. Cuz you basically get a set of blades if you if you win it, so why not? Sure. <laughs> it was a lot of fun and I think that kind of spawned the next thing that uh I got involved with um and <laughs> I was, uh, well, like hold, I say, I was... Hold on, before you move on, 
I, I think the listeners want to know what you spent your $150 on. Ooh. What did I spend my money on? I think it was heli parts, <laughs> to be honest. A new phone. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe he went down a dark alley downtown on mm. his way home. No. No 69th in Maine for this guy. No? No gummy worm special? No. <laughs> so no, I uh I just put it in the PayPal and um and yeah I I, th- I think I blew it on some heli parts or whatever like probably trying to get this Aurora together so I did buy blades <laughs> so there you go nice um but uh, yeah very unexpected it was it was very cool I I don't think I've ever won anything uh you know especially using the helicopter to do it you know so that was cool it was it was fun it was uh, yeah. It was a good time. Now you can say you actually won something with two inches. There you go. I like... <laughs> no? Nothing? <laughs> God. Because I'm dead. And it lasted more than five minutes. How about that? <laughs> that That's true. Funny. That's true. <laughs> no cuddle time. So, because uh, I was spending some time with our boy Tom Shin, um, I approached him and I said... I was like, hey man, let's do some uh let's do some challenge type stuff, you know, like where we challenge each other to to do some things. And um and so uh we ended up going down to the end of the field and started doing uh what was it we first started doing? It was um pirouetting loops or something, or or was it something else? No, rolling circles. Rolling circle. Yeah. Yeah, rolling circles. Yeah. So Jay broke out the camera. We still haven't seen the video, and that's okay. Uh, but he filmed it all. And and so I went up and did my very disgusting-looking rolling circle. Half half a circle. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, then Tom went up and completely crushed me with an entire rolling circle all the way around. I was going to yeah, say, Tom, don't, don't take the bait, because he's, he's riding the high right now. So if he starts <laughs> asking to throw some money on some stuff. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, it's like funny. Kingpin. Yeah, there. mine looked yeah. ugly, but I mean. Yeah, well, <laughs> yours, yours were way better than mine, that's for sure. But, uh, but then I, I realized, like, how, how much it had just, he had just beat the crap out of me with that. So I was like, all right, let's move on. Let's do some pirouetting loops and uh <laughs> and i couldn't get mine to to stay on track for shit <laughs> and it was just it was terrible but uh but again still had a lot of fun uh you know attempting it and of course then tom you did yours and uh um did your stay in track i can't remember now actually yeah i was staying in track and then um jay was like do a globe and i was like well i don't know what <laughs> exactly how to do a, a pirouetting globe but i'm assuming you kind of go crisscross on the axis and then do it around right. the middle so i was trying that i mean it wasn't pretty but i did kind of crisscross it and kind of made an, an right. x and then went down the center i mean it, it looked it looked um like it was recognizable right i, I, I right. guess <laughs> yeah no it, it wasn't was, pretty it was really good. but it was very- and I was like, well, I'm over two, so uh, I better bust out something I know. So I just did TikToks. And uh, no, I'm kidding. I, uh, I, did, 
I did my pirouetting funnels that I've been working on for like two years. And and it kind of came together. Coincidentally, it actually looked pretty decent. And uh, so hopefully Jay will share the video because uh, it was it was a lot of fun. But the, the cool thing about it was it was just it was just what it was. It was just trying to challenge each other to do things and put us out of our comfort zone. So we're going to do uh, part two at Queen City. And uh, let's do it. Yeah, I'm so gonna, down for that. Yeah, so now it's turned into uh, three people. Scott's in. Yep, Scott's in. Okay. So <laughs> three dudes, one cup. There you go. Oh, uh, well, three I dudes. Go there. Three dudes, three <laughs> maneuvers. Yeah, get over yourself. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. All right. So let's see. Yeah. So we're gonna do. I don't know, man. I'm having second thoughts now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, I better trandom. It's it's the trandom. It's, it's gonna the trandom. happen. Just there you go. just don't eat the pudding. Mm. <laughs> oh lord, that just. Thank you so much for worst. listening, everybody. This has been episode <laughs> twenty-eight. Uh, well, <laughs> enough of talking about yourself. Let's let's talk more with Tom a little bit. How yeah. about that? Let's do it. So, Tom, nice transition. Yeah, um, I figured you know, <laughs> take you off your high. Hey. Um, Sweet. Have you? Did you meet anyone like new that you haven't seen in a while while you were there, or somebody new that you've never met before at the event? Um. Let's see. Yeah, there were actually quite a new, you know a few new faces. Um, uh, the people who were actually working the events. Um, you know, the, there were I, I forgot their names. I'm horrible with their names, but there were two gentlemen that were pretty much there the entire time they're manning the food you know they're you know if he needed anything they put burgers and uh dogs on the grill for us um and, and that was great um one there is one person i wanted to kind of mention i didn't you know personally introduce you know we didn't introduce each other but i do know that wow um kevin and i were working on our you know little challenge in flight we were at the end of the flight line but there was a little extended portion and i think it was jimmy tate um we were kind of flying out further out and way up high because he was kind of in his box and um but we were kind of in his vicinity just doing our rolling circles and stuff like that and i didn't know if we were um, causing him to not fly because he kind of had grounded his heli and was just kind of watching us so if we did and you made you feel nervous. I want to apologize to uh, Jimmy. I think his <laughs> full name is Jimmy Tate. So um, nice to meet you, Jimmy. Um, sorry for uh, intruding into your airspace, but we were just <laughs> out there and having fun. Kevin, did you have did you have anyone, or are you kind of on the same uh, same level, Tom? I mean, I met this guy that does podcasting that never shows up anywhere, so <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, I never really hung out with him before. Uh, <laughs> all joking aside, uh, I got to meet Lynn Cummins for the first time. Uh, he's, you know, been cruising to hang out for a while, talking to a bunch of people, and I've never met him. Uh, I think he lives in Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. So he drove down, brought his helis, hung out with us on Saturday, so it was cool. Alex Fred Fredrickson. Yeah, that was uh, somebody that I met there was uh, Alex. Cool. And um, yeah, he uh, he listens to the show, and 
he was wanting to to buy a motor from me, an electric uh, 1100 motor from me. And, uh, and I was like, here, like, let me put you on Facebook. You know, let me, let's be friends or whatever. He's like, yeah, we're already friends. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I felt like such a douche. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally but, a Kevin, nah, he's, he, Kevin move. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, but he's a good dude. He was, he's super cool. And, uh, yeah. So, um, and he's the guy who is the airplane pilot, right? That was, goes to RCHO every now and again. Oh yeah. He totally, isn't that right? Yeah. He totally kills it. He's a, he's a total planker. He kills it. Yeah. But he just started flying helis like what? Three months ago. Yeah. Uh And he's also killing that too. Yeah. I mean, he really is. It's, I mean, it was amazing. Some of the stuff that he was doing, uh, and it wasn't just hovering, like he was flying around and whatever else. And, uh, I was, I was quite impressed. So, um, but very good dude, Brandon Cooper. Uh, I mean, he's come a long way too, uh, just in a short while. Kyle Wells kid is crushing it. I say kid, but he's, he's definitely crushing it and, uh, doing a really good job. So, um, anything else you guys want to mention? Yeah. I forgot, uh, Len Cummings. I, I, I met up with him, uh, Friday. For the first time. Okay. So, yeah, it was Friday, cool. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He was only there for one day, unfortunately. I forgot what day it was. I think it was just Friday. That was a long drive for just one day, though. Yeah. He was going to come Saturday, too, but I guess he just decided last minute, like, eh, I'm not going to chance. I'm going to drive home. So I get it. Nice. That's all I had. Uh, no, I think I had, I had yeah. two questions in this whole Race City coverage. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, to me, the most interesting one is meeting new people. So that's that's definitely cool yeah. that, you know, we keep meeting new people and they're in the hobby, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So what's next for Tom? What you got going on? You going to work on anything? Uh, build anything new? Go to Fun Flies? What you got? I am working on rolling circles, pure loops, and pure funnels. Okay. <laughs> and uh, mostly, <laughs> mostly, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to learn um, more control and placement, like deliberate placement of where the hell he is. Um, right. So if you see me, uh, you know, sometimes I'll just like do an entire flight of just pyros. So I'll do, you know, nonstop pyros and I'll move it around, do a loop, you know, do pyro flips, um, do, uh, you know, Pure flips while you know looping and yeah, just kind of mix things up where I'm not just constantly trying to kill the heli, um, mm-hmm. but actually trying to uh, you know just learn how to keep things in control more. So uh, I'll, I'll do a lot of TikToks to just kind of practice making sure it stays in one place at the same altitude, and then moving it around, um, doing a circle up, you know, up and around. Um, I was doing some four-point TikToks and trying to keep it in one place. They look ugly, but, you know, I'm working on it. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing. I guess what's next is going to be, is it Queen City? Queen City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Queen City, I think in about a week or maybe sooner by the time the episode comes out. Yeah. So... Are you, um, you'd mentioned that you weren't going to go to, to mow down this year, uh, but 
if RCHO does a fall pool, are you going to be able to make that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll make a fall pool. Yeah. Fall pool and um, what is it? The chill out? Can't miss those. Two. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, you can't miss those two. Right. We got to get Gucci and uh, Mike down there. Man, they would have a blast if they would just uh, quit playing such wussies. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they might move. <laughs> Raleigh. They might, I don't know. I think I get tired of cutting zip ties off my drive shaft every morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they mix That's it. A one time deal. They mix it up. You know, it's, sometimes it's dry shafts with zip ties. Sometimes it's stickers. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Could be a unicorn. Could be a penis. Luck <laughs> <laughs> of the well, draw. Huh? I'm. I'm. Uh, I just want to announce for the first time ever, I've put a sticker on my car. Like I've never put any kind of stickers on cars. Period. Like you know, the MA sticker that you get or anything like that. And finally broke down and put a Helihead sticker on it. Oh, oh man. So anything other than that is gonna make me trip out. So, I thought you I were gonna, gonna get a goblin that. sticker for sure. <laughs> no. I was gonna assume that AARP finally gave you your welcome packet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin is ahead of me. They gotta they gotta fulfill his order first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know how I mean, do they do it to all cars or just the ones that are a little bit higher than usual? So do I need to lower it's my flex? New. Is that that's kind oh, of Oh, you're good. Asking. Yeah. Okay, cool. If it's low, they can't touch it. <laughs> that's if why you want to do like it. If it's low, you got to look for the stickers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Mm. You definitely need to make it down, though. That's, uh, that's a good one. If there's any, you know, one to take time off for, that's, it's such a good time. And, I mean, who was it? It was saying the field was, was pretty terrible. Um, oh, I think it was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and, and he's right. I mean, it's, you know, you're, there's no sliding autos there. That's for sure. Uh, but just the people, man, it's just, it's such a good time. And I think that that's kind of why Race City and Dragonfly, you know, those are such a good time too, is because it's, it's, it's a lot of the same faces and, you know, it is true. It's the people that, that make the fun fly for sure. And, uh, and I had an amazing time at Race City. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun to see all of you guys. And um, man, looking forward to seeing you guys in a couple weeks, couple weekends. So, oh yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to add, Scott? Uh, I, I vow not to crash anyone else's helicopter for at least a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Until I said that too. The eleventh. Okay, got you. Mm. Yeah. Tom, you got anything to add? You're good to go. Um, I hope to see uh, new people, I guess, uh, out at the next one. Yeah. I think it's uh, looking to be a lot bigger than what was actually anticipated. So, might be a good one. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, if uh, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, Tom, how would they do that? Facebook, Tom Shen. Um, just friend yeah. me, shoot me a message, you know, say what's up. Pretty easy going. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, if you would like to email us, you can reach us at the Show at gmail.com. If you want to 
be an average Joe, or if you have questions or show ideas, please give us an email. We would love to hear from you. Mike, how else can they uh, follow us around? Uh, you guys can like our Facebook page and follow and subscribe to us on Podbean and iTunes. Nice. Mm. Daniel, what else I would got? like to uh, say uh, a huge, huge shout out. Huge. Huge. <laughs> To the other uh, heli podcasts and video personalities in the hobby, you know, obviously they occupy our time um, when we're at work or just traveling. So that's always um, awesome to have more podcasts, more videos to watch. Hopefully, Jay posts the video of the challenge between Kevin and Tom. So huge, huge shout out. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So, we do have a helihead of this episode. Scott, would you like to uh, do the honor, sir? Hold up, hold up. I got this. <laughs> uh, Jay Treadway! <laughs> hey, Jay Treadway! Yay! You guys can explain why. Four? Okay. Um, so, Jay, Jay's been doing a lot of videoing, and, um, and of course... Well, uh, you know, you have to understand that that takes time to do, especially when you've paid to go to a fun fly. You know, he could just be completely selfish and just fly the entire weekend. But to sort of document a lot of the, the videos and things and post it to the RCHO site and, you know, things like that is, is certainly appreciated. And um, But one of the other things that I, I heard, and uh, if you guys want to elaborate on, was is that uh, he did spend quite a lot of time at Ray City, fixing Kyle's uh, Kyle Wells uh, heli. Yeah, and um, yeah, go ahead, yeah, Scott. He was if you stuck. Want to. Kyle was stuck at work like all day Friday. Um, yeah, he's oh, got wow. some crazy hours and stuff with his new job. Uh, and Jay Treadway was nice enough to take his black nitro and and finish you know that last mile to get the thing ready to to maiden that weekend because Kyle's been working on wow. putting it together for like two weeks at that point on and off just you know trying to find time here and there so. Jay just did him a huge solid by by doing that for him, and uh, you know he's always doing that kind of stuff. He was setting up Alex's helicopters. You know, I think he's helped Ollie a couple times. Um, he helped another guy named Marty. Uh, what is this? I, don't, I forget Marty's last name. Uh, Marty King. Uh, we met him at RCHO like a year ago, and now Marty flies like every weekend because Jay initially helped him out. You know, it's it's really cool what he's done. It's awesome. Right. Yep. Let's definitely not forget the fact that, you know, had it not been for him taking over, you know, RCHO, it wouldn't be what it is today. It'd be gone. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, so definitely, you know, he has become a major fixture here in the Southeast area. And, uh, man, we can't thank you enough for all that you do for everyone. You know, even with the power, power tune stuff, you know, that you're putting together with Gregor, um, you know, the fuel deal that you're trying to, to get a mass order and, you know, the, the legwork that you've been going through to try and get people to, you know, get in on that order so you guys can get, you know, fuel cheaper and, um, and distribute it out for folks. I mean, dude, you're, uh, you're an, you're a definite asset to the hobby, man. And we, we certainly love you for it, man. So you are the episodes heli head. So, uh, thank you, man. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got 
parting words. Yes. My favorite part. (laughs) You want me to start it? I'll go ahead. I do. Just because I want to keep Mike on his toes. YS Power. Oh, yeah. Hashtag 55 Nitro 2020. (laughs) Since Mike really needs to be on that 55 kick. Mm -hmm. And hashtag fun with flags. (laughs) Haters. All right. So I got hashtag get your ass out and fly. The old trusty. And of course, we can't forget Equipo Esfinter Sucio. 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 And hashtag will work for Nitro. No limits. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and I got hashtag part time posse. <laughs> hashtag bankers hours. And hashtag do I still work here? <laughs> Lucky for you, you oh, do. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Nice try. Yep. Until my until till Tom gets a better mic, you're still here, but I still demand a raise. <laughs> it's coming. Oh gosh. All right. So straight from our boy J Dub, we got send it till you end it. And uh you wanted to add a new one. I don't know if it'll stick. What do you guys think? This uh send till the end? Uh, Is it kind of a short like OG uh, one better? Don't don't screw with perfection. Yep, that's right. That's right. Sorry, J Dub. Sticking with the uh, send it till you end it. Of course, Zen from all the way up in the Arctic, uh, where you only get six months of sun and six months of dark. We got going out for a rip, eh? Yeah. Yeah. He did crash his yard bird. I seen. He did. Yep. So uh, I'm disappointed. Really. Well, hopefully, uh, if if you need it fixed, if you ship it to me. There you promise go. to fix it and send it back. <laughs> there you go. So uh, we got some new ones here, courtesy of Jay. He doesn't even know this. He doesn't realize just how much of a hashtag master he really is. So uh, one of his videos, he says, hashtag fly it like you hate it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And we got another one from Jay. We got hashtag dip the tip. In the beans. <laughs> and then my personal favorite from Jay, F them batteries. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> oh, and of course, we can't uh, close the show out with uh, hashtag popped in breakers. <laughs> and least of all, we've got hashtag too old for hold. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 28. Big thanks to Tom Shin for coming on the show. We'll catch you guys next time. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, thanks. Queen City. Yeah, thanks, guys. Dude, there's some music here, dude.
He just likes the hard shells. Uh, here he goes again with the hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know turtles can breathe out of their ass? What? <laughs> Is that right? Oh, shit. Can't wait for that turtle 516. Five, yeah. That's kind of like uh, Kevin, now that you mention it. Kevin, you can breathe out of your ass? Talks out of his ass. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Just want to give a quick thank you to everyone who listens, downloads, streams. Uh, Fuck. You're welcome. Whoa, we're thanking (laughs) him for that now. (laughs) Whoa. Was that my my cue? Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, no. I need to start that over. Uh. All right, let's do it. Regroup. Yeah. All right. Well, um. Did you pull his hair? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Why, yes, I did. (laughs) Mm. Had him squealing. (laughs) (laughs) You're making this very difficult. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh he, god! He licked my popsicle, <laughs> and I liked it. Mm. Uh, he really, really oh. likes strawberries. <laughs> I got nothing else. <laughs> and there's oh my, my week. Oh. <laughs> I'm weak. I. <laughs> I people love you, got, People mm-hmm. gotta listen to the end of this and be like, what the fuck is up with that voice at the end? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we never really elaborated on that. That's hilarious. I like your pigtails, boy. Mm. I want a popsicle. Mm. <laughs> Rub my belly button. <laughs> 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 wow. Definitely not his first time saying that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. Tom, thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's great. Thanks, Tom. I love when you're on the show. I can like feel the accumulated IQ go up by like three times. It's great. Yeah. Try not to wreck Mm. your sphincter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what the sphincter's for. Mm. Wrecking. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> really wrecked my sphincter last night. <laughs> That's the new intro. I, I, <laughs> wrecking sphincters yeah. with Thompson. Went to Queen City and wrecked the shit out of my sphincter. <laughs> when Mike was talking about the whole mullet thing, I was like, oh man, Joe Dirt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Joe Dirte. Yeah. yeah. I put an E on it. It's not like a big he, deal. He can come in. Like, he comes in the screen. He's like, yeah, it's got a Hemi. Just got a footprint gas pedal put in it. Oh, shit. Is that a Kraken? Hell no. This is the Boss Hoss. Big block, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a commercial. This son bitch got T-tops. Oh, my God. <laughs> What kind of... What are you talking on? (laughs) I did not mean that as being a dick. (laughs) Come on. I was just curious.
and then politely gave a suggestion. Maybe you should invest in a microphone. <laughs> I was not meaning to be a dick. I, I think that was more for us, Mike. Like he was putting us on notice that. You well, yeah, we've be been replaced. through. We've already been through that, Gucci. <laughs> Listen, you guys are uh, expendable. I'm on a rotary phone. Oh. <laughs> that would be really funny if you actually were on one, yeah. Mike. I'd be I like, oh, shit, meat. you sound better than Scott. Ooh. Oh. Hold on, he's got to choose chips. Mm. Give him a second. Okay. Swallow. He's a- oh. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He just spilled his V8 all over the microphone. Uh, Whoopsie. <laughs> no time to swallow. Don't talk with your mouth full. <laughs> you hear that squeak? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> go, go slower. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh shit. It's a really good one. It's a good chair. I'll never forget that night when we were at Urcha and yeah. he fell off the back of the. He fell off the back of the. Golf cart. He was sit on. He like sat on the back seat, and he slid off when Andy punched it. And I was hanging <laughs> on the side of it. And I was like, Kevin, you gotta wipe that shit off your ass when you're done. You can't leave that fucking lube on your ass. You'll slide all over the place. <laughs> he almost pissed himself. It was funny as hell. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he did miss the, the opportunity with the get to the chopper thing. He could have been uh, like, oh, there's a chicken dance over there. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> Get down, you idiot. Both of your lines. <laughs> oh, man. How do you expect to fly F3C if you can't even do your ABCs? <laughs> funny. Oh, I wish he was on this episode. Instead, we got Tom. Uh, sorry. I don't know what to say. I got no words. I, I got Get down, you idiot! <laughs> you stupid idiot! All right, welcome back, everybody. We have a special guest. Do you notice that I always say special guest? Yes. But this one's this one's actually very special. No. <laughs> In what way? Elaborate. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be so awkward had I not had to clear my throat and push the mute button. <laughs> let, me, let me bring that back in. All right, everybody, we have a very special guest with us tonight. Uh, we have Tom Shin with us, and uh, we're going to do a little bit of Race City. Is it Race City? Damn it! Uh, wow. <sighs> Oh, this is what happens. All right. Here we go. And you're the only guy I know with a face for radio and a voice for for writing newspaper <laughs> articles. Then bring it back in, Scott. 
No, you bring it in. Rain <laughs> it in. Yeah. Okay. All right, right here we go. Horns. Shut up. Or shaggy locks. Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> All right. All right, welcome back. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <best>. <laughs> What a dick. I'm sorry, Tom. All right, here we go. All right, welcome back, everybody. We have a special guest with us tonight. We have Tom Shin with us, and we're going to talk about uh, Race City, which happened a couple weekends ago. So welcome to the show, Tom. You got it wrong again. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> Did I really get it wrong? It's Race City Rotorfest. Holy shit. Yeah. Do I need to say the whole thing? And you didn't call him a very special guest this time. I mean, Don't Race City is just Mooresville. Like, that, the whole city is known as Race City, USA. This is a fucking train wreck. I know a lot of podcasts, like, you know, they portray very professionalism. Or, right. And, you know, yeah. Quality. I've been to say this since episode one. You all were these saying? traits we just don't have. And then there's us. Yeah. Oh, God. Here we uh, go. Okay, go. I'll shut up. Go. Damn it. All right, very welcome special. back, every. <laughs> Fucking damn it, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a fucking douche. <laughs> He's butthurt now. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be great. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. We'll get through this. We're in this together. Google signed <laughs> off. All right, I'm going on now. mute until Tom starts talking. Here we go. Goodbye. <laughs> Don't worry, Scott. I got you. <laughs> <sighs> well, well, well. Yeah. Slurpy seconds. <laughs> Listen here, you son of a bitch. He licked my popsicle. Mmm. <laughs> Don't talk with your mouth full. Go slower. Oh, yes. Whoopsie. 